Welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember, you need to take the actions that others won't to live the life that others don't. This week, I've got a great show with Chad Romzek. Chad is an engineer by trade and became an entrepreneur by solving a simple problem that he had, removing ash from the bottom of a big green egg. Chad went on to engineer a solution, get a patent, and started a company called Kick Ash Basket. This single product has now turned into a full-fledged e-commerce business that's expanded into selling everything you know, grill-related, sauces and rubs and gloves and all kinds of stuff. And this has allowed Chad to quit his job and become a full-time entrepreneur. In this episode, Chad shares a number of great lessons that he learned along the way with some mindset shifts that needed to happen for him to burn the boats, quit his job, and go all in on his business. Lots of great tips and stories in this episode. Before we get started, I want to mention a few weeks ago, I relaunched my weekly newsletter that drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast, plus some business and investing insights from me. It's short, it's sweet. You know, My goal is to provide you just a couple gold nuggets to help you know, inspire your growth. You can go to brianbeers.com, find a link to subscribe. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thank you. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, to start, could you give us an idea, kind of your journey from maybe 18 years old or so until kind of where you're at now and um, kind of what, what business you're in and, and kind of how you got there? Wow, man, you don't have me slotted for enough time. Okay. <laughs> so well, we can chunk I, it down. Real quick, my, my background is in engineering. Um, shoot, at 18 years old, I knew I was going to Michigan Tech to become an engineer. Um, graduated there about 96. Um, my wife and I met up there, moved out West, went to work for Boeing com- company right out of college. Um, just like designing stuff, got into mountain biking and snowboarding and fun stuff like that. Ended up at Kimberly Clark, um, who's based in Wisconsin here. That's how we ended up back in Wisconsin. Um, and just kind of, you know, struggled with, you know, there's gotta be something else we can do. Um, so we, you know, got into personal growth, you know, invested in ourselves and, um, you know, found Tony Robbins, ended up with a, a business coach, um, life coach, and um, just really kind of dug into, hey, what else can we do? And um, I had ideas and different things and whatnot. Yeah. So we we started a, with the idea of a, a kick-ash basket for the, for the big green egg um, back in, geez, we started that in like 2013. And um, finally launched it in 2014. And since then, it allowed me to leave the corporate cubicle. And um, now we're in our in our home. My wife and I work together uh, close every day. And um, we're shipping products all over the world. It's been, okay. a, been a heck of a, a crazy journey. So now you're now full-time running this this online business, selling products for the, the Big Green Egg, right? And, and other like similar style grills? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We started with just one, one basket for the large big green egg. That was the most popular grill that we knew at the time back in 2014. And since then we reinvested back into the business, um, grew in and built more, more sizes 
Now we've got all the big green egg sizes covered, including their their 2XL, which is enormous for a ceramic grill. And then we've got, you know, in total about 20 different baskets and various other accessories too to help with cleaning out your grill. Okay. So yeah. So, so I have a big green egg and and you know I love it. And so what so just describe like what does this thing look like? How does it work? What's the like why, why does somebody buy it? Yeah. So it's kind of like people are like, oh, you invented the kick-ash basket. I'm like, well, you know, the basket was invented like right before the wheel, maybe. <laughs> but we we thought it would be great for cleaning out the charcoal. Okay. So about three months into cooking with my grill, um, we were trying to uh, get a fire up to temperature to cook a pizza. And I couldn't get the temp over 300. Well, I had lots of leftover charcoal in there. And I found out, well, you really have to clean it. So that was kind of the aha moment of, gosh, if I just had a bucket or a basket or something, and I can just, you know, lift it up and shake the ash out of the leftover lump charcoal, it'd allow me to start my fire a lot easier. And so, so that led into our tagline, which is shake that ash and light that fire. Great. (laughs) All right. So how do you go about just I guess you're an engineer, right? So I guess you, you created the prototypes yourself and is that how it all started? Yeah, I, I, um, we had the idea actually we went looking online and like, somebody's got to be selling this thing. I'll, I'll buy one right now. Right. And, um, nobody was making it. So I was like, Oh, I'll go get some expanded metal and see what I could do. And my dad helped me weld the first few. Um, and it welding expanded metal is difficult and they were ugly. You know, I had coat hangers for handles and, but it worked and it, it solved my problem. I could just lift the charcoal out and, and make it work. So we, we did make the first few ourselves. And, um, yeah, then it was kind of like, gosh, I had buddies asking me for them. And, um, I'm like, oh, maybe we need to do something with this. Okay. And is, is everything then run out of your, your home today? We, so we actually have a manufacturer now. We bring them over from India. And everything is 304 stainless steel, so they're they're nearly bombproof. Um, and so we bring them over by the container load, and we rent some warehouse space to store the majority of everything there. Um, but our shipping is still all done right from the house here. We have a couple of friends, um, a couple of moms that are our age. Our kids are you know similar in school, and um, they come help pack every day. You know, a couple hours or six hours, whatever it takes, depending on the season. And um, yeah, we ship UPS backs up to the house every day, and we we ship out the door. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what are do you mind sharing some lessons learned for somebody you know looking to, to start their own business? You know, whether it's an online business or or it doesn't maybe have to be. Uh, some lessons you learned from this kind of journey you've you've been on to kind of where you're today. Just get after it. That's a big thing. I actually. Oh, probably 2012, 2013. Um, I took some classes at the local business or Fox Valley Tech School here on um, how to start a business, like an e-business, e- e-seed business. And that actually, I think, slowed me down. You know, when they get in, they got into the rigmarole of writing a business plan and all this stuff. And, and so my point to people getting started out is build a prototype get it to market or get it in people's hands to see if they go, Oh, why? I, I wish I would have thought of that, you know, so just get, get started. I guess that's the big thing. And then go from there instead of getting bogged down in the weeds. Yeah. I think people have like analysis paralysis and they get stuck, 
stuck in a certain stage and they want it to be perfect and like rather than just hey get something out there let's see how it does is it profitable is is am i solving a problem right because if there's a right. problem to be solved that's where you know business can be formed around uh, and that's what you've done absolutely absolutely that's my favorite compliment from people when i hear gosh i wish i would have thought of that <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> a, like you know the best yeah. ideas are sometimes you know they're the simplest in a, in a lot of ways and and it's just a matter of solving a problem so um, yep Awesome. Any any others? So we just 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 get started. Any any other stuff you've you know some good takeaways? I, I if think you had to do it you, all over again. What it like? Would you change anything? Um, I I think a key thing. So so once you have that idea and and you know you've got something, you need to surround yourself with a team. I mean, you've heard that before from you know sure. we we have a, a business coach. You know, we have a really good small business attorney. I have a, a really awesome patent attorney. Um, you know, a CPA, um, what, what I would have done sooner knowing what I know now was, uh, get some help with marketing, you know, early on. And it was fun. I mean, that's how we grew. Um, early on, I was doing everything on Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter and Pinterest. And, um, but that was a lot to try to do you know, and keep up do something every day. And, and since then we, you know, we've brought on a, a small marketing company that helps us out um, from Google AdWords to updating our website and whatnot. So website, there's another interesting one for your folks. We, we started very small with our website when we decided we were going to launch it. And um, our, our original guy that did our website still tells our story today on how you know, we just started smart with like a $5,000 website where I could just get, get the product up there and collect money and that's it. And because he sees so many people that, you know, have an idea, you know, it might sell, it might not. And they want to spend $50,000 on a website right out of the gates. And um, so I, I say start small and, and grow it as you go. Okay. Yeah. That's great stuff. Um, what are some of the things you've learned from from working with with a coach, either Tony Robbins or a business coach? Like, what are some of your biggest things that you've learned in the, the personal development side that have helped you grow the business? Um, I, I think a lot of it is investing in us. Um, so you know, surrounding yourself with a business coach, um, reading good books, um, just and and being open open to learning. You know, one of my favorite, my favorite lines is that the mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. Okay. So you, you got to be able to take in different ideas and concepts of, of, of how to you know, work with people. Um, and, and, and also, you know, just be open to trying different things, you know, different products or different business techniques. Hey, what if we run this sale kind of thing? So yeah, there's different, but I, I think, the other thing with the, the business coach too is the networking part and, um, you know, reaching out to people like you where we can get our story out and things. Um, also connections to, okay, how else can we diversify? Cause if you have, you know, all your eggs in one bucket with just your business, you yep. know, are you really taking care of your family? And, um, you know, so we can, we get into some other investing, which we've, we've learned that for sure. Um, and kind of how do we kind of build out a whole whole plan? Okay. So. 
Yeah. So let's, let's get into that. So what is your, what is your philosophy around investment? How do you, yes, you make your money through your business and then how do you go about deploying it? What's your, what's your like overall strategy? And then we can kind of get into some details if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so now we're able to actually do some investing outside of our business early on, we were putting everything right back into the business. So I could, buy new tooling, I could design new products, I could get help, you know, help designing new products and everything like that. So early, you know, we were putting everything right back into the business and growing it mm-hmm. so that eventually I could walk away from the cubicle. And um, so now that we've, you know, kind of gotten ahead of the game, um, we have the opportunity to actually, you know, do some investing. So is it, you know, in stocks with a financial planner or is it in real estate? Um, I. A long time ago, I had ideas of, you know, getting some uh, single family homes and, you know, renting them out and everything. And but now we've kind of opened up the the can to be able to invest in bigger multifamily investments and storage units and, um, you know, different stuff like that, where I don't have to be the hands on guy to unclog the toilets and fix things in the middle of the night. So it's definitely a different way of investing that a lot of folks don't even know exists. Yeah. Th- through syndications, it's a, um, you know, you get the leverage of, you know, this, this group of people to go out and buy a, you know, a, a nice property that can cash flow and it can appreciate. And, you know, your only job is to, to write the check. Right. And then, uh, yeah. and, and that goes through. So how do you go about like, or, or for somebody who's never invested in a, in a syndication or kind of go back to where you were a couple of years ago, probably what were yeah. some of the like internal fears that you had that you had to overcome to, to, to make that decision. Can, do you recall or what your opinion of it was it yeah. maybe before? Well, so, you know, we talked before and I, you know, you always hear the saying, you invest with people, you know, like, and trust. Yep. Well, I didn't know anybody. <laughs> and and, yep, and that's through, the challenge. Right? Yeah. Through yep. our, you know, through our business coach, Trevor, we were able to actually meet people and start to understand this, different way of investing through syndications and multifamily and stuff like that. And um, so kind of, I did a lot of research early on to say, all right, is this really legit? You know, I wanted to meet the folks behind the, behind the curtain, um, see some of their numbers, understand what they're doing, talk to people that had invested with them um, and had successes. And so I, I guess the biggest, biggest fear initially was just building the faith and and what was going on and um just understanding how it worked and things you think it was confidence in yourself to understand how it works like that you Definitely. trust that hey i know that i'm making the good like it's confidence in yourself that you've vetted these people you've asked all the right questions you've like done the best you could to to see is this going to be a good you know a, a good choice of mine yeah yeah definitely and and it, you know, so my background is in engineering, right? I love my, you know, calc classes and design classes and everything. The finance classes in college, I did not like. The business classes did not did not like yep. them. Okay. So now, so then, as we grew the business, you know, we have to learn these things. And you know, fortunately, my wife is you know our CFO, or I call her the CEO, the Chief Everything Officer, but. She takes care of all the numbers for us and everything. So together, you know, we could cipher through what was going on with the syndications and how they would work and what the returns would be like and how we could invest. 
you know, how we could, you know, move money from the 401k that I had built up at my, my corporate job and then, you know, run my own self-directed IRA account and invest in these, these things that return better than the, than the market. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's funny. Once you start to learn about how all stuff works, there's there's all these ways that, you know, in uh, in the general media and generally people just like don't talk about because they either don't know how to do it or, you know, if it's, if it's media, everyone just wants your money in the the stock market and that's all they, you know, that's all they want because they want the fees and they want the fees on top of the fees. And, you know, that's what we're all trained is that, you know, we're idiots when it comes to managing money and that all of our money should be with a financial advisor who knows best. But, but in reality, like, you know, people that run businesses like you and me, I mean, we can, you know, we can partner with, with really good operators who, you know, truly care about their, their investors too. And like, you yeah, know, I don't think that the people on the board of, you know, Apple or Microsoft or Facebook care about the individual stockholders, but I, I can guarantee there are some guys who, you know, run these groups and syndications that they, they, they care about their investors and they know they wouldn't be where they're at without them. And so. Absolutely. And it's not just their investors too. What I like about meeting these guys is they care about the people who are actually paying them, who are living in their properties. You know, I just invested in uh, an assisted living uh, project and just am excited about how they're upgrading the facilities, getting in new management, taking care of the people even better. It was a good good place before. There are places and they're multiple, but seeing how well they take care of the properties and add value you know, to the, the places where these people are living. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, and you're really investing in, into a business and the plan, right? Is to to have a good business plan and operate it and make more money. And, you know, everybody wins, you know, the more out value you can add in a business and you know, that's where the profits are made. So um, yeah, especially to, to find the operators who, who do that. I think that's, you know, that that's great stuff. Absolutely. What's one of the biggest challenges you face in, in your business that you're working to overcome? I think the biggest challenge is, um, I don't know, dealing with Amazon. <laughs> so yeah. I can go back to a, to a lesson learned if, if sure. uh, you don't yeah. mind. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, if I had to do it over again, I would not have put our products on Amazon. Okay. And um, yeah, why, so, why is that? Well, so back in 2017, um, everybody was doing it, you know, and, and people were growing businesses by putting products on Amazon and being able to sell everywhere. And the problem is, is that there's companies that basically just stock products that are doing well, and then they just copy them overseas and send them here and, and undercut all the pricing. And that's exactly what happened to us. And, and you can look up stories left and right all day about this, and it's exactly what happened. So so with that lesson learned, um, we've actually chosen not to put any new products on Amazon. So I have, I have new, new products like the kick-ash can that sits underneath the basket and the grill. Uh, that will not go on Amazon because um, mm. I know it'll be copied. Even though I have it patented, they don't care. And we've fought it. We've sent, you know, letters from our attorney and um, they don't care. So that's the that's the big thing. Um, I would stick again to the, I, I call it the pork butt business plan, where I like to grow it low and slow and, and um, just keep reinvesting in and, um, you know, have a good website, have good social media presence, build build relationships, get out to events, you know, share the product, uh, find those key people that love your product and and they'll help you. It's great. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's great. Any, any specific daily habits you you found that to be successful that you've learned over the years of personal development that maybe apply to kind of getting a rhythm yeah. down to your life? Yeah, I'm a big fan of meditation. Um, I take 20 minutes every morning and just sit there. <laughs> Basically, it's just and it's my time. And I'll tell you what, if I don't do it, um, I kind of get a little cranky and, and whatnot. But I, okay. I think it's it's freeing. Um to you know, even bring in new ideas and um, just have that that time. I think that that's absolutely critical. And and then the other thing too is, um, man, I, I think we got to have fun. I mean, why else we're doing this, right? I got two young boys that love to snowboard and mountain bike and do outdoor stuff. My wife does too, and we make that a priority. Um, you know, weekends and even during the week and and whatnot. So I think that that's absolutely critical. Yeah, and that's like I mean, part of the benefit of having your own business and having all these passive investments, right? Is you can you you have you have control your own time, right? I mean, you can have the freedom yeah. to do uh, what you want to do and spend time with people that you you know love and go where you want to go. And I think yeah. that's the that's the freedom that running your own business or you know having enough investments that can cash flow that that you can make those choices. Yeah, and then it leads to giving back as well, which Tracy and I love to do that. And we you know we had time, especially. During the year of 2020, the year we shall not speak of, but we had time to um, help build and, and start building a, a mountain bike trail in our local community about two hours from our house or two, two miles from our house, just two miles. And um, that, you know, so being able to give back and then seeing all the people use that and, you know, spend our time out there and, and donate to the cause and whatnot. So yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's another part of having success, right? It's giving back and, and helping other people where you can. So yeah, that's awesome. What's um, any good books you're reading now or ones that you've been impactful for your business or investing um, journey? Um, the one that I, I, I keep going back to and I share with my boys is um, how to win friends and influence people. And, um, you know, since I was an engineer, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had to learn a little bit more about that, but I was fortunate. My dad, you know, he was kind of into the the self-development stuff too and knew some of that that stuff. But to be able to share that with the boys or listen to it, you know, on a car ride for a, a snowboard trip. Um yeah. I think I think that's a key one um for sure. But yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a great book. Anyone's any part of it sticking stick out in your mind or ones that you've like really work to implement i think that what's the line of is it the drip of the drip of honey gets a lot more than a than the vinegar is that oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so we gotta we gotta work on that especially in this day and age because there's there's a lot of craziness going on (laughs) yeah yeah no so what's what's next for for growing the store is it is you kind of just look to is it product lines is it like what's the next evolution or is it kind of you're happy where it's at and it's going to a cash flow machine that you're just going to continue to invest profits other, you know, in other places. Yes. And yes. <laughs> so we are, we're cash flowing good. So that, you know, investing is smart and continues to be well, but we also, you know, have plans and are looking at other products, um, product expansion to fill out other needs in the business, as well as, you know, we've built up the brand, the kick-ash basket brand. And, you know, what else can we do? We, you know, we do have like, you know, hot gloves and rubs and, and stuff like that, that, you know, aren't my design, but it, it fits well with the brand and is nice. 
they're nice add-ins for people to to buy and whatnot. But I mean, who knows? What else can we do? I mean, yeah. should we have a kick-ass grilling or a camping line or a mountain bike team? I don't know. There you <laughs> go. What else? What else can we what, do? What, what's your favorite thing to to grill or cook an egg? I, I think a tri-tip okay. is one of my very never, favorite tri-tip. Never made state. a tri-tip. Yeah, reverse seared. So you grow it low and slow. We actually, uh, I got a hold of some uh, whiskey barrel oak that are, that's used for uh, brewing beer. Okay. And um, we cut them into chunks and then it makes an awesome smoking wood, uh, especially with beef. So do, do, you sell that, do you sell it. that wood on your site? Yep. All right, yep. good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it makes for some great flavor. Burgers steaks just that light little bit of light smoke on there and then and then you sear it after it's all come up to temperature okay so you get the if you if you ever need some help cooking a tri-tip or something let me yeah, know yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll facetime you and you can uh you can uh, absolutely tell me what to do i'll coach um, you awesome so what uh where can listeners connect if they want to i guess uh you know buy something or connect with you for any any questions yeah they can um, find us directly through kickashbasket.com. That's A-S-H because it's yep. a family show. Sure. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, they could find me through their um, easy email is chad at kickashbasket.com. And um, yeah, and if your listeners have any questions about, you know, starting the business, we grew it from our garage and we're still here and we're still doing quite well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, people can you can do anything, right? If if you focus on it and you you take action, like I said, you said get after it and just 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 chug along and don't really worry about kind of what people think, right? It's just you take action, you build it, and then at a certain point, you know, it can become something big. So, yeah, absolutely. That that's the hard part is not worrying what people think. Yeah, I mean, early we had the naysayers and we had to overcome, and but the people that said, "Hey, I wish I thought of that," were a lot more than the people that said, man, that's silly. <laughs> yep. Yep. And take another credit card to prove it. So, um, yep. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks for coming on the show, sharing your story. I think you add a ton of value and, and I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you. Take care. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of Business with Beers. My goal with every episode is to help inspire you to reach new levels of success in your own business and life. So start taking action today. And in order to help this podcast reach more people, please rate, review, and share. To connect with me on Instagram and Twitter, check out the links in the show notes. And until next time, have a great day.